Keegan's only mad because he doesn't have a chair like this. Oh, yeah. Um, like, like, so when do we, I get the, a chair the, like the that? Mate, the Matrix chair. <laughs> we, we <laughs> might, that's some Morpheus shit. Dude, that's you can't bad. see red-pilled anymore because they've turned that into like a conservative thing. No shit? They yeah, have. and I was like, what? man, that's weird. Yeah, if you say yeah. red-pilled, you're, you're alt-right or something. I, I tend to, oh, I think the great, dude. the late, great George Carlin said it best, right? He was one of, not my top comedian, but he's in definitely the top three. Like, he said like symbols and all that stuff mm-hmm. and these sayings. Uh, he let that go because he leaves symbols for the to, to the symbol minded, right? So, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> the best. Man, the, the yeah. best part about the red pill comment is because Trump said something about it, okay. and then some other right leaning person said something about it, and then yeah. the director or producer of The Matrix just wrote on the Twitter, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes. Oh man! S- simple answers to complex problems. <laughs> <laughs> my judgment, you know. I guess it, you know. Michael Carter, Mr. Twite, welcome back in the house. It's good. To, it's we tried good. to do this it's like good to two, be years, back. two yeah. years ago. We did. We did. <laughs> and Mr. Blevins, right? Yeah. Uh, before we start, Jill, I don't want to take over your podcast, but I got to give a shout out to Mr. Blevins because if it. <laughs> wasn't for Michael Blevins, I would have not uh, had the chance to meet Mark Twight, uh, who I think most people who know me, who don't, they know you now because of me, who I hold, as a lot of other people do, in extreme high esteem, uh, because not only because of the, your, what you've done in the past, but you, what, you, what you represent and how you are one who is not full of shit. I hate to be, I, I don't mean to be, I'm, a lot of times I'm only crude, not just to get a rise out of people, I'm crude because I'm just trying to stress my point and make sure it's understood. A lot of times when I, and I can, I'm prone to use $10 words too, but you know, fuck that, you know. Uh, <laughs> we like the two cent words right yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> Some yeah, days. yeah, yeah. So Cheap big ups bro. to Miss, Mr. Blevins, your stand-up brother, man, uh, and you're a thinker. We don't agree on everything. No. And I like that shit. Yeah. But you make, you when I go home, when we talk, it always forces me to not buy my own bullshit, right? And it forces me to think, well, maybe I do need to rethink some shit like that, some, some, some shit that I've uh, associated myself with for a long time just because, right. you know, it's always uh, been not to get religious, but gospel mm. uh, in, in the circles I run in. And so, yeah. And Thank I would you, have brother. to s- actually, excuse me for interrupting. Oh, I would have to say yeah. the same every time you come out here for yeah. a visit yeah. for me that I'd sit down and think yeah. quite a bit afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I, I always look forward to it. First, my voice is super tired. Yeah, because we fucking talk so much. Yeah, yeah, then. right, right. I'm, I'm working. I, I have a, a woman in my life. And, Honest you know, I, unlike other people, you know, who... Uh, have accepted, you know, that I'm kind of long-winded. You know, she's a little bit impatient with that, so I am working on it, right? <laughs> I, I, am, right I, I don't know. I don't know how, if, how, how that's going to turn out. Uh, I think the woman's going. I think that's going to turn out fine, uh, hopefully. But uh, yeah, <laughs> with the uh, long-windedness, the, might, yeah, that you know, yeah. 
but I, but that's a she, lot of years you've been working on that. Yeah, no shit. Is she, <laughs> but she does have patience. She understands that you know, as long as I'm working towards, yes. you know, in, in improving things, and she has some things. Obviously, she's human that uh, she's gonna you know try to deal deal in as well. I've but. worked many years to become long winded. No <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the like. The Monet with cataracts thing when they're like, well, you can get your eyes fixed. And he's like, I've worked so hard to see the world like this. Why would I want to change it? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's deep, brother. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, his, I'm going to steal that. When you look blends, at his paintings, right? you're That's like, awesome. man, oh, that dude shit. couldn't see for shit. <laughs> Everything's blurry and yeah. mashed together. And uh, how much would one of his you know, works oh, go for? I, a lot of them are priceless. Uh, I think, yeah, like his major ones that are in museums, those are prices. But I, I think you can get a Monet for like a hundred grand. No shit. Like, yeah, it's probably like the size of a postcard. Just I was just going to say, that's just like you a can. study or yeah, something. I've seen, all you got to throw a hundred Gs. I think I've seen some for sale. Yeah. I mean, you got to, art is so fucking strange. Yeah. I mean, the business of art is really strange. I, and we're just, yeah. we don't know anything about it. We're just yeah. like tinkering is what I like. We're like, ah, oh, this, buy my art. But yeah. Like fine art is just this weird machine that uh, you know. I don't. I don't think it makes any sense to people who are actually in art. I don't mean to get deeper philosophical, but based on our you know uh, conversations yesterday, in, in uh, what the, uh, we were looking, for, a lot of us were looking for meaning and and mm. how to define something because that I guess make would make us sleep better or feel more comfortable what defines or I, and I'm not saying you have to answer the question but pop in my head what defines uh fine art right is it yeah. is it one a, a human who just said okay you know that this is, is fine, fine <laughs> right <laughs> and this is not you know, to, who, to answer your question it is a, it is right? an authority it's somebody who's been appointed as a curator or a, an art specialist to decide that something is fine art or it's of quality or and that can it can be as, as weird as like somebody has a propensity towards a style that's different and if yeah. somebody interprets that to be uh, you know valuable then it's a two million dollar piece of fucking hand painting or finger painting or whatever that that's scary to me and obviously i but is any of the world any different than that yeah right, like so you take anything yeah, yeah. it anything takes that it has value anything that yeah. is assigned value is assigned it's arbitrary unless it's real value right like what try to find like money obviously it represents an idea of value yeah. an exchange yeah. of work or an exchange of product yeah. or an exchange of goods that is worth something for a, a utility. And technically it ain't really worth a damn because what, what is fiat currency, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that, yeah. and that yeah. represents, you know, well, he, what Michael did say is. it represents an idea. Right. As yeah. opposed to actual yeah. gold backed, yeah, uh, you right. know, et cetera. True. It, but. And it's, it's limited. And like, so, you know, there's this really interesting idea about like what is valuable. Like what can yeah. you not, and, and really you're looking at stuff that is um, scarce, mm -hmm. which, which, it to not be, I mean, this will bring a segue right into this. Um, I it, human life is becoming less scarce because there's more of us. So why do you think that it should be valued when we represent the entire system hmm. as value is assigned to things that are limited? Therefore, the more people we get, the more we, the less we value that life. Huh. That's, that's yeah, that that yeah, that's a little deep, brother. I, I uh, it's before noon, man. Yeah, no sorry, shit. but I, 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 no, but no, but you're absolutely like I, I'm going to struggle with that. There's for a value bit. in scarce. There's value in scarcity, right? Uh, yeah, 
I, I'm, I'm not saying that's true. I don't. I don't want to say that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but there, someone could make that argument, right? Yeah. That there's value in, in scarcity. Uh, I I am turn it. Oh shit! The, sorry. Yeah, just that like better? that's Yeah, that'll work. Okay, cool. Yeah. That way we can see each other and. Yeah, also, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I want to make eye contact there. with you. Uh, <laughs> can you can you see me? Can you I got see you. Me? Right. Can you see me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get that. Um, I don't want to sound uh, what's what's the buzzword now triggered or whatever the fuck or it is and all <laughs> yeah. that but i like i don't want to come off as uh a naive uh idealist optimist about because there's there's bad shit in this world right there is but mm. for me i would not subscribe even though um we talk a lot of us talk about you know saving the planet and the things uh, that we can do and a lot of times I think it's uh, people getting on a pedestal not all but some people getting on their pedestal their moral pedestal to make themselves feel better uh, but as far as that so that notwithstanding but as far as that's concerned man uh, I like to think that as humans but we are you know the stuff that we were that we experienced yesterday, the stuff's going on in the world. But I like to think I don't want to say better angels, but people people aren't good or bad. You know, in my judgment, people just are. You have bad people who do will do the greatest thing, and you will have a so-called good person who we love and trust who will just screw us over, right? So, yeah. but I like to think at the end of the day that we as human beings we have for lack of a better term, evolved in such that we, some of us at least, still value life. Look at, look, look at uh, what's going on on the south and west sides of Chicago, right? Your argument kind of speaks to that, that mm -hmm. life means nothing because you can have a 13-year-old kid who will go and he will go to a park or wherever and he will pull out an illegal uh, weapon that, just to be clear, that was not... Uh, procured in the normal sense that a law-abiding citizen would, would, would do it. He was just able to, despite our crazy gun laws, he was able to, a 14-year-old kid was able to procure some type of deadly, illegal so-called weapon, and he goes and sprays up a uh, uh, park or whatever, and he hits everybody except his intended target, and then his rationale, because he was never taught and his father was never taught, is that, well, they just got caught up. That speaks to what you're saying mm -hmm. in that well, not what you're saying, yeah. but what you're talking about as far as life meaning nothing, right? But I, I will hold on to, if, if, if nothing more than desperation, that the notion that human beings collectively, black, white, Jew, Gentile, gay, straight, uh, homosexual, heterosexual, what, what, whatever, that when there are, when, when, when the shit comes down to the come down, that we would actually be there for each other and our actions would speak to the fact that life is despite uh, that logic that we uh, assign to other things, chattel, etc. That Because we, we've seen it before, right? Uh, in a natural disaster where people will not uh, think about their own life and limb mm -hmm. and they will do things, selfless things that sometimes get them killed mm -hmm. uh, to protect the lives of people they never met, right? Sure. So that, you know, I, 
I hear that, and that is logical. It makes sense that, hey, you have all these 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 people walking around. Why should we value them? But at the same time, is I like to think there's something else there beyond. Uh, and I say, and I use this description because I can't think of another one. Uh, uh, that cold logic, so to speak, right? For sure, and and according like the, what I'm you said, sense? the better angels of our like in that kind of, Stephen Pinker wrote a book, Better Angels of Our Nature. I don't know if you're familiar with it, no. but it basically no. is the statistics of actually how humans are less violent, and and over time, actually, we're living in the greatest time ever. You have yeah. to be less afraid than ever. Yeah. It's less likely that you'll die of disease and you know violence than ever in history ever before by yeah. like astronomically low numbers numbers compared to you know even 50 years ago mm -hmm. i mean 50 years ago in detroit in new york holy fuck like still an active war zone between gangs and mafia yeah. and we're talking about modern era uh, america but by the numbers he's arguing that actually the only reason we think it's bad is mm -hmm. usually the media's projection of what's going on yeah so what i'm saying by you know the i'm just saying like when we see, I don't know, carpet bombing or what's happening in Syria or, you know, and I don't want to, like, say that America isn't pervious to that because no. we see what's going on right we are, now. We are not. Um, we are not. We're all human. No. But when I go, like, I look at it as concentrations. Like, when you see heavy concentrations of people mm -hmm. in major cities, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, UK, all, all of these things, the violence goes up. And that you could say that's just based off of interaction. There's more interaction between humans. There's more chances for bad interactions to happen. True. That's a logical explanation for what you just like. You're it's a bump, numbers thing, right? Yeah, you're going to bump into yeah, one yeah, another, right. and you know humans tend to be on a verge of something at all times. Mm -hmm. um, and if if yeah. you look at it like we are raised from the very beginning that like the the value in something is because it's rare. So you seek out love mm -hmm. because rare is love is rare yeah. and you seek out relationships because good ones are hard to find yeah. and you seek out, you know, employees that hold up your business that sell items that are scarce because they're of more value. So you can make more of a profit off of it because it's more of a necessity. Yeah. And then you give your loved one a diamond ring because there's hardly any diamonds mm -hmm. and there's any, but imagine if you were swimming in a pool of diamonds, you yeah. you probably wouldn't care if you lost a few. Yeah. And so these high concentrations of life are basically not saying that life isn't valuable. Yeah. It's saying that in the middle of something that we say is valuable, our inclination is to act like what we've been taught. There's plenty. I don't need to care about it. Yeah. Right. Like. All right, so you're just saying is our conditioning. So yeah. Speak. Like exactly. It's not that we don't care because if you've ever seen somebody get killed or die yeah. it's like alarming it's like it's really alarming you're you're looking at something that goes uh-oh and it's a big reflection moment where you go fuck okay i'm gonna oh, take that didn't take much yeah and it's <laughs> not a movie <laughs> anymore <laughs> the it's fragility not, yeah there's yeah. some real shit yeah it, yeah, yeah. it becomes yeah. real immediately you're just like snapped back into reality about the scarcity of life and if yeah. we look at life on the scale of the universe it is very rare but our conditioning is different just because of how we've collectively gathered together. Yeah. Like you go to rural towns and maybe the biggest benefit is because the separation means that enough time by yourself means interaction is something to be appreciated. Mm -hmm. And so these 
megalithic cities where you're just bumping into people, getting on a train, no yeah. one to leave you alone. Yeah, you really start to be like, fuck that person. You're yeah. in a traffic jam. You do not give a shit. You see an accident. Yeah. You're like, fuck that person. He made me late. To your point, <laughs> to your point, that's why maybe in city, and you see this in Shy too, but in city, bigger cities like, and not picking on New York City, yeah. it's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful place. Uh, good people watching. I disagree. Yeah, but, but it's good. It's great. That's fine. I agree. But it's good. To, it's interesting that it, the people watch because there's so many humans oh, yeah. up there, right? To see oh, yeah. the, the, yeah. the diversity of of, of humans. Uh, but maybe that's why, in like a city like New York City, where you know people see people you know fighting each other and they won't get involved or they you know just ignore each other or mm -hmm. kick each other. Maybe that's a symptom of that. Uh, but but, it, but I think that the and and I would just, <clears throat> just say the other the other symptom of that is when, if we're talking about isolation or yeah. the fact that you know social interaction has been restricted for a certain amount of time right now and then yesterday we you know we held a symposium a gathering a, yeah um, I think it was still within legal limit or whatever who cares yeah. um, <clears throat> in Chicago we'd have been technically if you would have done this in, in Chicago I think it would have been illegal and yeah I think but, there was but, some other illegal stuff going on yesterday so probably <laughs> was, yeah, yeah right we yeah. probably <laughs> priority <laughs> exactly right. yeah we yeah, were priority we were sharing to our question they yeah. were smashing windows <laughs> yeah that um, masks on though. but <laughs> that's, and they were appropriately um, not a part uh, yeah, yeah, but sure. but just that that intimate social exchange yesterday was so i'm really mm. super tired today oh, yeah. but it was so fucking refreshing mm. after mm. that long and it makes me realize like okay this is uh, there th this just reinforces the argument that yeah. like when social exchange is rare mm -hmm. then it's, it's fucking valuable mm -hmm. <laughs> like and so by the way thank you for coming out Oh, it all, it, it, always, always, and let's let's speak to that. It's always a pleasure. I can't, you know, I'm a, a working stiff like everybody else. So obviously, we are cognizant or try to be mm -hmm. of the pennies. But uh, things I support, I support them when I can, right? And this is not a thing, uh, but this is an entity because. Uh, People used to ask me at work, and you guys, uh, the people on, in the podcast land, this is new to them, but you guys have heard this a million times. <laughs> I, they used to always ask me, you know, why are you going to Utah uh, to go to a gym? <laughs> and I just gave up explaining it to them because, you know, they do their thing. Like, like you know, we have gyms here, right? But it's not the structure that uh, compels me to come. It's the humans that occupy the structure do, do you ever tell them that like is. why do you go to a club you have vodka and music at your house yeah because i'm not that smart oh. not really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I i don't i'm not good with the one lines just grab a <laughs> just grab a just grab a <laughs> bottle of jaeger and turn on your you music know, and just like, oh you're good yeah, to hey, go <laughs> right it's almost like you're there yeah yeah like like what i used to as you guys know i used to uh box at this uh this charity event mm -hmm. uh for mercy homes i did what two three years uh and we used to, it was, it, was, it was a good thing because it benefited this uh, organization. I'm a little disconnected now, so some of it's uh, a little bit foggy. But it's this organization in Chicago that uh, benefits, you know, people who, you know, need some, need some help. And we used to 
literally get punched in the face yeah. uh, to to get some rich people to spend their money in, in whatever they did to you know get 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 money for this place. Same thing there. Like why you when we used to do a lot of the training leading up to the event, it was we used to get the gym the the, the ring Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I'd have to leave work early and I have all my my shit with me and they'd be like Michael why do you go and get in the ring they just don't you know it's yeah, it doesn't it's, make sense it's yeah. it's not something they're gonna understand and I, and I get it right because I've been what knocked out uh, two or three times and that's not that's in, I was gonna ask you if you were so you boxed for charity or were you a good boxer oh was I, I was I was <laughs> a glorified <laughs> brawler Right. Okay. The the gentleman uh, who introduced me to it, uh, I, I don't know if he wants his, his name on the airwaves, so I, I'll yeah. respect that. He's yeah. a good friend of mine. Uh, he actually boxed at Notre Dame. Right. Really. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a really sharp dude. Um, he is a boxer. Yeah. Right. I'm just uh, a, a knuckle dragger. Uh, but I won uh, each each bout. Right, uh, because I, what I lack in brain capacity, I made up for in pure physicality. If that makes any sense, it makes absolutely any sense. I mean, come on, man, you are you're you're, you're, you're a specimen. And you're, I, I like I like and to think as so, we learned right? yesterday. You're also pretty. Yes, yes, and then pretty before the pretty first, always first, always and first. Okay, and, and a lot of people don't get that, but that's in the Muhammad Ali uh, sense of the sense of how how he would define it. Uh, Outstanding, but uh, but to your to your point, no, I was not a good boxer. Uh, I boxing, or at least training up to it, uh, it taught me a lot about life. In that, I thought first of all, my as we've had conversations about before, my lungs were they sucked. I've improved, thor- thoroughly improved uh, uh, my lung capacity, etc. Not as good as you, uh, Mister Blevins, but I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, but I I thought I could get into a a boxing ring. And uh, just do what I wanted with the other human, and that uh, was uh, a lot. Of, and that's not necessarily. It didn't play out in the actual uh, events, which was thank, thank whatever God's may be. But when we were leading up to in the training, you know, I learned a lot of lessons. Right, oh, there huh. were guys <laughs> who were barely in my weight class who were extremely adept. I would call them pugilists. Right? Yes, I would yes. go there. That, that would, uh, ouch. Yeah, so I'd get that's, in there. That, that does imply some uh, oh, technical some proficiency. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I'd get into the, the ring with these guys. And, and I'm some like, Michael Carter maybe being on the ground. <laughs> yes, and and me having to you know think for me. Yeah, but that taught me a lot. It, you, you can't... Uh, size doesn't really mean shit. It, it really doesn't. Um, because these guys are barely in my weight class, right? And yeah. I'm getting an okay, I'm about to handle this, right? You know how we get with males. <laughs> we we all have the ego. As we get older, it doesn't go away. We it, learn how to tame it. Like, but it's hey, still there. Hey, you get back in your Exactly. Get back in the trunk. <laughs> Precisely. So I'm sitting there, all right. But you know, it it taught me as I think I don't, I wouldn't call uh, I don't know if they put boxing in the same uh bucket as martial disciplines, but mm-hmm. But oh, boxing, yeah. but for bo- sure. yeah, they put yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's martial, martial art, I think. Yeah. Isn't oh yeah, true, isn't it? Or there you go, there you go. But uh, it taught me a lot of, dare I say, humility, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because when you, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 and it's funny because I used to bounce. Uh, there, there was at one point in my life I was engaged to a person. Uh, again, not to say her names or the name of this this mm. place I'm about to mention. You know, they, she's she goes on about her life, and my understanding, she adds value to the world. So no disrespect to her at all. But I took a job. I told y'all I work for a living, and you know, engagement rings and all that stuff. Those are not cheap. 
They're not. <laughs> They're not. So I took a side hustle as yeah. a bouncer at a little little bar on the near north side of Chicago. The gentlemen who came in who subscribed, associated themselves with some type of martial discipline, those were people who you rarely have to de- to worry about, mm-hmm. right? Because they they knew what I guess like mili- elite military operators, not to compare these 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 two different uh, mm-hmm. types of humans, but they are less likely to go there because they know the actual result yeah. of interpersonal violence sure. and where it can go. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, yeah. So understanding the fragility of life, but by, yeah. by direct ex- by way of direct experience. Yeah, yeah, it makes you just they take it more serious than anybody because they yeah. know the potential. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the the dudes we had to kick out of this 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 bar slash sports place or whatever were always they always fit the same mo they always were they always had pop collars and they always <laughs> perfume, a chat they all yeah they always <laughs> use and they always use dude and bro especially when they were trying to negotiate themselves negotiate out of the problem like they were going to be able to stay in this place right and it was it's like when the cop pulls you over and he writes the ticket he's not going to stop writing the ticket. no no it's if, before if, if, yeah. if, if you present yourself as a problem to any bouncer you're going to go if they're you know because they yeah. just it's a job to them you know they just they don't want no bullshit they, care, yeah. they want to get through the shit not all of them because it's a profession i and i was not a professional i was a knuckle dragger mm-hmm. so just be clear with that and i know you know there are individuals in this world that that's their living and they you know make a lot of money in it but at the same time i think it's a safe bet that no matter if you are on the lowest end of the totem pole like me or the highest end once you've communicated by your actions that you're going to be an issue yeah, it's you can cancel. It, you can cancel Christmas. It's time to go. <laughs> I, I agree with <laughs> it. Yeah, for go, sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, you right? can make yeah. you can make pretty <laughs> positive assumptions about people just based off of like how they present themselves. Uh, to the most part, that's completely discriminatory, right? And I'm not talking about run that run that run that by me one more time. You can based on based on wait, somebody profile Chad based on his popped collar. Yeah, like yeah. But there's posturing that happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. in, in, <laughs> like, but, really, man, you, you had to use Chad. You yeah, know? it's like, well because well, the, the collective yeah. noun is is a collar of Chads. Oh, okay. I, I'm yeah. with you. It's a I'm trust sad. of Jasons, <laughs> and it's a privilege of Karens. Oh yeah, yeah. In, in that, in that crazy, what was on the speaker of which I that was so. Oh boy! Ridiculously, I don't want to say stupid. It was so uh, the the girl, the lady in the park. Yeah, yeah I yeah, thought okay. that was a bull. I thought that was a joke. I did not think that was some serious stuff. Uh, but that was those. <laughs> I mean, it's that funny. was serious. <laughs> I, and yeah. I, it's funny. I wonder yeah, if you're yeah. the only person in the world who thought that was a joke. I, like, I, I don't I mean, know. I'm because just like, because the thing is, I, and to your point, I hear that. But I'm trying to obviously social media is is the, is the matrix, right? Oh, yeah. So what I'm trying to do, and also, and I'm fa- and I'm constantly failing at this, is to give folks the benefit of the doubt. If if but, that was an actual, you know, media op, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's meta. That is well fucking played. No like shit. if that's no shit. like so that's why but, I kind of I can't think that it's a joke because I just don't want to give people as much yeah you know, as the, much the credit credit yeah, yeah <laughs> for yeah. being that fucking yeah. high level yeah but any but yeah but that leads to a question um and this is probably the dumbest question how the f- how did considering how advanced a species quote unquote we're supposed to be like like you said we have this technology so we're not dying of stuff we used to die of like you know you're not getting Ebola anymore and all that but how did we get here right to see like you have okay 
and there there was another one where I think there was, and he just happened to be a brother. Uh, and for those who don't understand that when, when I say brother, I mean, you know, black male, that's the, the vernacular I use sometimes. If you don't know me for people on podcasts, well, that's a yeah. brother. Uh, we, you know, that's, that's what, that's, that's sometimes how, how we talk. Uh, he was a brother and he was police and he, I think he was, he was in his full uniform. Okay. Gun and all. And the thing that said police mm. and he was walking into his building and some lady, I think she happened to be a white lady okay. was harassing him and he's a cop yeah in in not not plain clothes undercover she was being she was being a karen (laughs) so how did we i mean most of us got sense black folks white folk all of us we got some sense uh where i i look at i look at that issue to go back to the quote unquote karen Mm uh is twofold number one me I generally walk the earth. I'm. Co- I like to think I'm cognizant of my, of my environment and the people I love and trust who are with me. Uh, situation where it's all that stuff to a point. But me, I'm not. If I see, unless it's some egregious stuff that is going to uh, cost people life, mm-hmm. liberty, or you know bodily harm, I'm generally speaking not going to engage because once you have communicated by your actions that you ain't a sensible person yeah to me to engage with you as ice skates like it's akin to ice skating uphill it doesn't work right gravity and other things the great are poet wesley you. snipes say what the the great poet wesley snipes. was that snipes motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill there you go baby <laughs> i can deal with that you you you, you buy it, you sell it and I, I will buy that shit and maybe yeah yeah so but I, I you mean, get what i'm saying oh yes, for sure like, and let's look to, Today marks, I mean, maybe the fifth day that there'll be riots and protesting going on in Minnesota yeah. over the uh, over the. Uh, I mean, let me killing just, of an unarmed, unthreatened. I just want to play, paint the stage, and then I'll let yeah. you like. And so, um, I can't remember how many cities, but well over a dozen had mm-hmm. full on looting, fires, mayhem, yeah. violent. What do you want? To, I don't. It's not really all that violent. I mean, I've been to some hardcore shows that are just as fucking bad. So like <laughs> worse, way like, worse. Is that, well, is that like least, mosh pit shit and all yeah, that? Oh, right? for sure. At I have never compared to here. But I mean, hearing Brandon describe that—that <laughs> yeah. that, um, yeah. who was it? Which, which Madball. Madball. Yeah, Madball. Like Madball. Like. Oh yeah. And what he was thirteen or fourteen at that point, and uh-huh. he, was, he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, when I say I was there." I was in that fight, and I was like, Brandon, whoa. Oh, yeah. Because that is, I believe that is the incident that got uh, hardcore or straight edge labeled as a gang. Uh, It was actually the Hatebreed concert. Okay. And and outside the Hatebreed show, uh, a guy was smoking, and there was an interaction, and a fight happened, and he got stabbed, and then somebody just slashed him with an X. And the sign of straight edge is an X on your hand. And so mm. it became a gang after that because it became like a, a fucking actual <sighs> killing. Fuck. The weird part yeah. is I know the kid who did it. That's not the kid who got charged. Me and Brandon both know him. I haven't seen him for fucking forever. But like oh. when he described, he goes, man, I wasn't trying to like kill him. I, I like literally just like was yeah. just like. Trying to brand him? Yeah, no, to, no, he wasn't. He was just marketing. slashing. He's fighting. He's just Jesus. like, fuck, I'm fighting. And like, I had a knife, so I used it. Uh, but how, how old was he at this at the oh, time? Man. Of this? I mean, he would have been. I don't know how old he was at the time. I he he was older than me because he's considered uh, the the straight edge group 
uh, ahead of the one that like I was kind of involved with. Mm-hmm. I was never straight edge, but I hung out with a lot of these guys. Uh, he was ahead of my time. So mm-hmm. he was the older, but probably only by four or five years. Gotcha. So by the time I met him, everything, that guy who got charged for wrongfully, obviously, he was in prison, but they don't snitch, you know, no snitches. Mm-hmm. Um, so the wrong mm-hmm. person got charged. The interesting thing is like, there was a band that I used to go see that they encouraged you to bring hatchet uh, like hatchets and butcher knives and machetes to shows and just start fucking going crazy baseball bats my my i don't want to mean to interrupt Mm. but i have to ask (laughs) and i think you probably can read my mind Mm -hmm. why would they encourage that i'm assuming these are younger males yeah white younger males and we already have a thing because you know on young males we have the a lot of stuff going on. Sure. Yeah. Right? For oh, sure. Uh, this was back in the 90s, long before... All that. Oh, had, oh, before all that. that. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> had to worry about that during the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's you. a new it's, thing, man. It's, that's a, it's a really... That's a, <laughs> no, I know yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's all new. Right? I, I know where you're going with the question. It's a curious question. Like, it's a really, like, yeah. why does that need to happen? And the I, there is a real answer. That would be security's nightmare, right? Yeah. For sure. With, oh, dude, for sure. With slashy things? I mean, this guy, Blake, that we all knew, I mean, he came out with like almost a severed hand one time. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, the biggest gash I've ever fucking seen in a hand without and, going straight And the, the next bone. question, which you could probably think of, mm-hmm. why would any, like, okay, why would anybody want to want to be associated, not, I won't say associated, but why would anybody want to put themselves in that environment knowing that they could get the hurt. likely outcome, but but why why do kids join gangs? Like why in inner cities is that a thing? That I, I hear you with that, but that's a little bit of a. It's the same thing. It's protective in nature. Uh-huh. It gives somebody a rite of passage. Uh-huh. It makes them feel like they're ascending a uh, group. And I, I see what you're but saying. But the real answer I, yeah, is yeah, that violence is an expression. Uh, and I, uh, Martin Luther King said this, yeah. riots are the voice of the unheard. Agreed. Right? Violence Agreed. is also that thing. Nobody is paying attention to me. I don't have... Uh, no platform. one's listening to me. Yeah, I yeah. have nothing. And therefore, I act out. And you'll listen to my violence because it terrifies you. Yeah. And now terror yeah. becomes my currency. Yeah. Like, if I can scare somebody... And I'm not saying... Like, I'm not saying... Excusing it. Oh, yeah. Like, no, no. And, yeah, fucking and I think one of the reasons that... The, the the that was uh, let's see that movement let's say whatever the straight edge and considers as, as gangs and stuff mm-hmm. like that was um, was it th- that it was so much like more mm-hmm. in quotation marks or whatever here in Salt Lake is because of the general repression that exists in you know from religious sources in yeah. people's lives. And so mm-hmm. like, so when the, the pendulum swings or you lash out in, in another way, like if, you, if you're constantly living under this sort of expectations of mm-hmm. the dominant religion and you know, that, that sort of thing and, yeah. uh, in, in behavioral terms and morally and that kind of thing. Well, so when you lash out against that, it's going to be uh, more extreme mm-hmm. than if, uh, you know, you had a little bit more freedom, uh, mm-hmm. morally, spiritually, whatever, in daily life. I think. Yeah. And so when they, when you know, uh, I can't remember what the name of that band was. When, uh, but, um, but when they come here and they sit, you encourage people to do mm-hmm. that, well, they're just like, ah, uh, okay. Here it's like fifteen percent more. 
Yeah. Like the, the, yeah. Like the activity, like it's ramped what, up for sure. Yeah. You're not just going to, yeah. Anyway. So, but, but Michael, you came out to, 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 uh, to fellowship with us. Um, uh, probably didn't think you were parachuting into a fucking riot that happened. To you I, I did not, you know, I like to think I'm prepared for, you know, a lot of, I annoy people who are my, my significant other, my girlfriend, you know, and my mother and other people. I, I, annoy them to death about things like hey you know people are good you know but we gotta we will hope that the best stuff happens but we gotta prepare but we have to prepare as much as we can yeah. where we are for uh stuff that uh might occur but i mean yeah i i didn't i of all the places that i thought would kind of blow up i did i thought it was a pretty safe bet it wouldn't be salt lake city utah same and I live right. here, but I it would, does make sense. Uh, yeah, in because there's so much repression here. Like, okay, really, so we just like, go back just, to yeah, yeah it's systemic but, authoritarianism here. But let's okay, and I get that. I'm buying that. But the genesis of this latest these these acts of dissent mm -hmm. uh, are the genesis of it is 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 the uh, the American citizen mm. who is a a black male right who was murdered by a state-sponsored actor mm -hmm. right and that because let's let's be let's be real about this right you you go you, a lot of times killings on the south side of shy uh and a lot of stuff i think that are involved with police too don't make the news because it's just people are so not all people but people are so deadened to it right mm -hmm. they're uh uh and one i think can make the argument to that uh, people who aren't part of this that specific group of community of black people uh, wouldn't necessarily be as fired up about it. But I I think we 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 touched on it too. I think it this one is going a little bit dare I say beyond just the race thing because it's a bigger thing because this was also people are pissed off because this is a citizen of uh, the greatest country in the world in which we have a document that has his fucking flaws mm -hmm. because you still have a 13th amendment, right? That Remind had to cover, me. that had to cover uh, chattel slavery. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, but that, that being said, you know, I think, in my mind, if I had to nail it down, other people, it's a diversified platform because of the repression and all that. But also, I like to think that folks are also into it because they're realizing that this is a fucking citizen of this country who was murdered for the world to see it. And we are touting that we are the land of the free, right? And we don't have to show our papers uh, to a said master. Um, but yeah, I was kind of shocked because you know no like like who was in ferguson right yeah, yeah. Who, who was protesting for them black folks you, sure. it was, you had other people but those that mainly was, was black folks but this i think is like we've had the conversation in that and this covid19 thing mm -hmm. whether it's made up or not you know people have their <laughs> stuff about it right i i'm gonna take it i'm gonna use common sense with stuff as i think most reasonable people will uh, but I think that it's a perfect storm of things where if there's repression, 
people concerned about how they're going to eat. They ain't got no jobs. Mm-hmm. They ain't got no income. They got babies to feed, families to support. Then you got this bullshit, right? When yeah, the, the, and, the, the and, pressure and there's... cooker was already simmering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and people were also, and and I think, and people, you know, generally they're 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 have a higher level of sensitivity yeah. to sort of authoritarian behavior because they have maybe experienced it for the first time in their yeah. lives mm-hmm. over a two-month period, two-and-a-half-month period of mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. told, you can't do this, you can do that, but only in these hours. Yeah. And if I you know, see you outside you yeah. know, without your mask on, and if you go, yeah. you, know, you go down to the beach, you enjoy yeah. the public space, which your taxes paid to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it, so they experience it for the first time, and then they see mm-hmm. like, oh, ho- oh, this is what, uh, okay, l- let's kick off. Yeah, yeah, and so I, I think people were, were more sensitized to it in a way. I mean, I was like, obviously, Salt Lake City is probably like one of the most homogenized race-wise communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, you know, yeah. in in a so-called city, and have to because I mean, if I go out, Sa- if I go outside of Salt Lake City, you know, I, I I went to a I don't know if it was a Walmart or whatever. Uh, this was way back before the symposiums. I was just coming out here to to, to fuck with y'all, right? Yeah. Uh, I had to go to a Walmart or something. It was in I was outside of Salt Lake, you okay. know, and I got a few looks. And I don't know if they would necessarily, hey, you know, we want to hurt this person, but no, uh, some of them might. But it was something that it's just. But it's like that's they ain't you seeing brothers, right? Yeah, yeah they ain't you sure. seeing that, yeah. right? And yeah, yeah, but yeah, to your point, I mean, and so the, when yeah. we, but but then when you look at the the, the crowd. Yeah, you, you know, yesterday, yeah. um, generally the majority, uh, obviously, it's b- because of it's a you know it's a representation of the the popu- you know this, the mm-hmm. the population. Um, yeah, the majority were white. Yeah, um, which one could say, oh, this is this is great because everybody's getting involved, mm-hmm. um, or it could be viewed otherwise. Like that's you bring you up know. a really good point, Mark, because some people I associate myself with based on their experience or the experience of others they trust would would make the argument that if it was just black folk mm-hmm. it would have been the outcome might have been a little different right point, so point taken <laughs> so yeah. i you know mm-hmm. um and we have history sometimes I, I like to. You, you have some exact past actions so, that can, you some, can refer to to it, it, uh, it, reinforce pre- your statement. Precisely. Your statement. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that might have, in a way, for lack of a better term, provided a level of protection. I, I use that term loosely, but I what goes on in my brain is shit. You know, if it was just uh, some black folk. Uh, trying to communicate this built-up frustration that is rooted in things that we have not, we've never had a conversation about in this country, and yet the someone make the argument that what we're seeing is a consequence of not of us not having that collective conversation. If it was just these folk, you know, who knows? They might have been shooting and killing them. And I can't, I can know none of us can sit and say what would have happened for sure. But, you yeah. know, a lot of times when you, when you look at investments and stuff, you look at, and that's money. So these folks, that's important to them. They look at past performance as far as how they're going to judge what's going to happen sure. in the future. And to, su- to yeah, some extent, indeed, to some extent, you can, you can do that with humans. But, um, and that just popped in my head. No shit. Um, that, that's, wow. Um, 
I, I have. I, a, I think. I think the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead I, I have this like like I. <clears throat> the overall okay, I think you're right in the fact that it's a powder keg. Mm. Like people for the first time have felt authoritarianism and they mm. do not like it. Mm. And really, what people are angry about is the the chaotic nature of their expression. Right. If I interact with a human. If he's reasonable, I should be able to come out of the interaction alive, hands mm-hmm. down. And now you put that in the face of, you know, well, like the, the pandemic is the first part. If yeah. I act in accordance with people, what people deem is okay, mm-hmm. then I'll be okay. And now I don't have a job. I have no money. And now there is nobody saying what we're going to do. There's no plan. All the authorities telling me what I had to do yeah. in order to make it to the end of this thing, yeah. they have literally been silent about what is going to happen next. Right. It's like, oh, phase two, this kind of business can open. And you're yeah. like, what are you talking about? Like, what? It, that, it, hold on. And oh, I'll, let me, and I, I just want to finish yeah. this thought because I, I, I like it, it leads to this thing. Yeah. So people feel that and they go, hold on a second. If I follow the rules, it doesn't mean I'm going to be okay, which <laughs> means chaos, yeah. right? And then you see, yeah. and, then, and then the real, and so you have this like visceral. But So that's a sensitization moment. Yes. Where people are, realize like, oh, all of the, the flow chart stuff that I was going through mm-hmm. before doesn't fucking mean anything anymore mm-hmm. that I don't. But there's and no then, face to that. Exactly. There's no one person where it can go, fuck that person. Yeah. That guy told us the wrong thing. It's dispersed, which is yep. how bureaucracy works. Yep. Right? You can't blame one person. And that's what we like to hang people out to dry. We do. And we like to give them a fucking lynching. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like, Hey, this person's fault right here. It was the general on the fucking boat that told the sailors and he told the media about coronavirus and he 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 didn't do the chain of command thing. So fuck that guy. He's out of here. Yeah. yeah. Right. No questions asked. We're like, we found the guy that's responsible yeah. until it comes out that like that was the re- we got rid of the responsible guy. Yeah. Like we, th- we got rid of the messenger. The one cop <laughs> who stood up and goes, whoa, everybody. Um we need to like as a police officer somebody who enforces the law you need to remember the constitution that supersedes everything yeah. guess what happens to that guy fired yeah right so then finally we could put a face to injustice it just happens to be a guy kneeling on a, a citizen yeah. who is begging for his life begging to be let up and he's being protected by three other authorities yeah to, like f- defending the e- public fucking execution. Yeah. And we go, that's the guy. That's what authority looks like. Fuck that thing. That's what I feel it every now, single it, day. It now has a face. And I'm not, and I, yeah. th- this doesn't say people like, oh, so you think rioting is okay. You think looting is okay. You think, well, of course I think it is what it is. I'm not yeah. saying that I do it. I just see it happen and I go, I totally understand it. Yeah. I understand the frustration. I feel the grievance. I feel the... I feel the chaos because yeah. I think life is chaos. Yeah. I feel that same thing inside of me. I am frustrated with life in general. I don't know who to blame for it. Dude, that might be my first t-shirt. Life is chaos. MB. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> but what you're speaking to, I think that there's a bigger issue at play. And if anybody looks on my like 200 followers on Instagrams or in read some of the stuff besides the silly things I post (laughs) and they actually read some of the stuff I actually think about you'll see as of late an ongoing theme about leaders and followers 
Now you talked about let, let, let's take it back a little bit. And again, this isn't you. You look at okay. Let's look at. I am in 20, and I do not say this in a braggadocious manner because I actually thought about this a lot, a whole, a lot, right? I will not be participating in this presidential election. I know you struggle coming up in November. What do we call it? Yeah. (laughs) I I will not, right? Because neither one of these people represent and I and I let's be clear I'm not judging anybody for who their candidates I know these are politically charged issues a lot of times I end up as you guys know jumping into that stuff you know it's just what it is but let me be clear I'm not trying to disrespect people who are pro-Trump people or uh, pro-Biden people or pro-whoever you know that's what should make this country great we have the choice uh, to deal with who we want to deal with as long as, you know, it ain't killing other people, right? We should be able to collectively agree to disagree. We should be able to do that. We should. But what it boils down to to me, and the reason I'm compelled to disengage, is because I have lost faith. And I'll tell you why. You have one person who is in office, and we, I, a lot of times people will say to me, well, you don't talk about Trump. Well, I'll take it back old school with you. People who I know who have forgotten more shit than I'll ever know, they always say, was obvious, you know, you don't need to talk about that. It's obvious to me, (laughs) based on logic and reason, that something is wrong there. If I keep telling you that this dude is crazy or nuts, you can be like, all right, dude, we get that. You know what I'm saying to you? I I think what was un, no I I'm sorry I got I got it wrong let me let me go back what's understood don't need to be said do you know what's worse right? than yeah. so I get that and, without and, that dude so I don't yeah. speak to that but what's worse right? than the designation of of criticizing somebody that you'd think is a bad actor or yeah. ingenuine or, yeah. or or just a shadowy fellow any yeah. comment or criticism puts you the the defense is that it puts you in the opposite camp. Like oh so you oh Hillary was better indeed because we to your point and 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 uh, give me a little rope here but yeah. the 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 reason I I agree with that a hundred percent because we we have become so polarized and so unwilling and we, we I won't say we're unable because we are able right we've been so unwilling to give an inch on e- on either so called side right. Look, there was a guy, uh, they there's they don't know if he exists or not. His name was Willie Lynch, right? My understanding that he was a slaveholder from Britain, I think, who was summoned by American slaveholders because they were trying to make their slaves, you know, docile and not want, not want to be fucking slave. They wanted to not have to worry about insurrections, all that stuff. And Willie Lynch supposedly was a master at this, right? I won't get into the specifics. You guys can Google it. Mm-hmm. People on podcast world too, but basically the premise behind his argument, he gave a think supposed to gave a speech on like in Virginia or something, saying if you want to separate people, these black folks specifically, you separate the light from the dark. You know, uh, you know, we have this in good hair, bad hair. That shit comes back to that Willie Lynch stuff. If you if you get people to divide themselves, you ain't got to worry about them. I mm. think. In my judgment, even though I got off on a segue, uh, that's what we're seeing here as far as what we're seeing. Hell, um, but back to me not 
participating, willfully disengaging is the fact that it's becoming painfully obvious, not just to me, but I think to other people, and that's part of the reason why we see what we've seen with these riots, is that to what you said, these le- we're starting to realize that these leaders they used to be able to be they used to be good actors mm-hmm. and actresses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could <clears throat> e- e- at least feign that they compassion. pretend that they have compassion. They we can look to them. They know the answers. Mm-hmm. This this COVID virus, uh, these killings of 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 you of of citizens of this country, uh, and other things. Uh, you, you go back to the financial crisis of 2008. Hell, I got laid off my job for that. And I wasn't the person, you know, making gambles uh, with mortgages, right? And those people were bailed out, right? So this isn't, as we know, nothing new. I think what we're seeing on these streets, besides the fact that they're killing, in, in some cases, black men by the police, by the police, excuse me, uh, <laughs> that a lot of people are starting to see and understand that these people who are in office, they ain't our friends. And I'll go back to Malcolm X. When he mentioned in this, because ain't ain't nothing new under the sun, ain't nothing new. The stuff these folks is talk with with black people in general, and I've been black a long time. <laughs> I've been black a long time, all my life, and we uh, a lot. Not all of us, so I'm not putting all black people because it, it it's stupid to put any everybody in one group lumped in the same category. So I'm not doing that, but I think what's problem, and I'm not a conservative, so understand that just because I say what I'm about to say does not mean I ride with any conservatives. So understand that. So if you out there in podcast land think that, that's your issue, not mine. Um, the deal is we we are drawn to these so-called liberal politicians, right? They tell us, don't worry about it, right? We're going to, we can protect. You don't need to train for self-defense with firearms and other things because that's not the end-all be-all. Uh, you, you, you can just look to us for your protection, safety, security, and well-being. Barack Obama, this brother I voted for twice. I voted for that brother because he knows how it feels not to be able to catch a cab in a big city. I know how that fucking feels. Mm. It's humiliating, right? I voted for this brother twice because of that, because he, and I use that one silly example because it speaks to the fact that he has experiences that some of our previous presidents have not had. It's code for empathy. Fair enough. There you go. But I also voted for him because I used to be a card-carrying liberal. I used to ride for them folks. We had eight years of this brother. I got nothing against. I was, my understanding based on my limited research was that he expanded the NSA and they're probing into our lives. That I don't ride with at all. So I didn't agree with everything that brother said. But at one point, I at least thought, because he's a thoughtful man, extremely brilliant man, he was a student of Abraham Lincoln, right, in that he was looking at the most divisive times in our history, and who could argue that a civil war Mm. and other things aren't the most really bad shit. But if you look back at it now, and black people and other, when we go to the voting booths, we vote our interests. Sometimes I've been in circles where people would try to guilt black people for doing that. It's weird to me. But black folks, just like everyone else, when they go to the voting booth, they should vote their interests, right? In no uncertain terms. So that said, when I went to that voting booth and represented this brother, I was voting my interests, or at least I thought I was. 
you look in the hood, and I live on the north side of Chicago now in a quasi-gentrifying area. I grew up on the south side of Chicago in Roseland. Um, my parents still live in the house I grew up in. Uh, I, normally I'd mention their names, but I won't do it on the podcast. I don't yeah. want my dad to you know, strangle me. I'm still afraid of my old man, but I'm, and I'm grown. But that said, going back to Brother Barack, you, and, and these are conversations that you'll hear in barbershops, but you won't hear them necessarily in, in, on the mainstream, like on CNN and, and stuff like that. No diss to them because they're, they're not the only ones. But if you look now, on the south side of Chicago, you got that there was a song uh, that I forgot the name of, but they said you got a church, a liquor store, and a Walgreens. We had that before this brother got in office. We halfway got that now. We don't own none of that shit. I think the dollar, I could be wrong, so don't quote me 100%, circulates in a black community about three, three maybe four times before it leaves. Other communities, I think, it's at least nine times, right? That is instructive because when we go back to these politicians who say, who've, like I've mentioned this again, I'm a broken record, so I apologize, but this is for the podcast people. And this is on my Instagrams too, so you know I'm, this is what it is. <laughs> the Temptations wrote the song Ball of Confusion back, I think, in 1970, 71. That's over 40 years ago. And the same shit that plagues us in our community is the same shit we're dealing with now. That should tell us something. Mm. <clears throat> uh, and it's not just Brother Barack. He's just the biggest example, right? Because he was the but president he, of these United States. And he was also and the hope. True. Uh, it, true. That, that, he was. That, that, he that, was. You know, things would change, that it would be different than it was in 1970. Yeah. Say. Or not even not even going that far. Things would be, sure. you know. But, but it's more or less a Mandalorian candidate, right? Like, yeah. <clears throat> like the things that he, uh, he is, a f I mean, I miss having a representative of a country that's like eloquent and he can put a fucking sentence together and mm -hmm. he can not go out of his way to separate and divide. Mm -hmm. That being said, I say he's like kind of Mandalorian as in his actions do not represent American values necessarily. I don't think a lot of us are like, yeah, carpet bomb the fuck out of brown people in countries that don't live. Although he's responsible for fucking more of it. Mm -hmm. Like there was more collateral damage, more civilian deaths yeah, he was than drone. He any was drone other president. war yeah. period. So yeah. to say, oh, he's like this humanitarian. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. more blood on his hands than most presidents. Yeah. It that's just that's just a fact. That that's not judging. I still man, when he speaks, I listen because he's a, a phenomenal speaker. Oh yeah. And, and he, I'd take that a step further because I I, I want to make it clear I'm not just singling him out. I think sure. he's more than a speaker. I think he's a he's a brilliant man. And yeah, in my judgment, if anybody was going to bring this place together, not just help uh, one specific group, I truly thought, and I say this all due respect to the brother and, and the highest compliment, that he would be the one to do it. You, you said right? something I really... I, 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 and after him, yeah. with these two people we have now geriatric fox if if he couldn't if this man either couldn't do it because he couldn't do it because of other politicians hindering him or whatever reason if he could not do it given the intellectual prowess his brilliance uh what why do we think and why are we so charged and enthused about the current 
administration or an individual who goes on a podcast or whatever, an interview and says, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. <laughs> what is that? Uh, I, what, I think what, 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 I mean, not to go on a, if, Yeah, if you're deciding that, between Trump or me, you ain't black. What was That's, the... That is, that sums up in no uncertain terms why I, I, these, neither of these, idi- neither of these people represent me or the people who I, 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 I'm, or I'm, represent I'm ideas that you yeah. want to have sort of perpetuated sh- shared, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. reinforced, you know, in a, in a way like, no, I don't want, yeah. The, uh, can we just not have shit yeah. this time? Yeah. Uh, And that's a really good example of being like, yeah, this is a representative. Like, look at the person and how they live. And that's a representative of how they see the world. I have got orange makeup on and I have golden toilets and that's what I value. Those are the the virtues. And then the other one is like, I touch little girls inappropriately and I speak ineloquently i can't string two sentences together i've been a plagiarist i've lied about things i've stolen things those are your two these are choices you said something because i want want to not forget this point that was kind of profound before we started recording and Mm -hmm. you said it's really interesting and i i think it was an mlk kind of deal um where americans value stuff right so they when a when a when a black man dies at the hands of white authority and people are angry and you go why why are you looting target like they didn't do anything and you're like we're we're burning down the shit that you value because you don't value life it's obvious Hmm. you killed a man on the street and it was deemed an accident Mm-hmm. Right, like, and I'm not saying that that maybe that's justice. Maybe that I mean him going to prison for 27 years or whatever. Yeah, that's probably you know that's justice in our in our theory of it. Mm-hmm. But in reality, if people can't bridge the gap between understanding what's going on between, like, why would you break and loot and do all of this shit? Not to excuse it, like it's going to work or change yeah. anything. Yeah. But it does make sense. It's yeah. saying like. Where where are the wealthy and the authoritarian hurt the most in mm-hmm. their fucking pocketbooks, mm-hmm. right? If, if 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 from this point forward, no one ever bought a single thing from a Trump associated business for the rest of their lives. Everybody just agreed. Who agrees that killing is bad? Everybody mm-hmm. just said, "All right, no more Trump hotels, no more Trump steaks or Trump University or whatever the fuck." Everybody just spoke with their pocketbooks and yeah. bankrupted that motherfucker. Yeah. That would be the most hurtful thing you could do to somebody. Yeah. You you if because the opposite is true. If you kill that man, you martyr him. Right? If somebody who is angry, and I'm just using him as a representative as like the feature yeah. cuz he has businesses and he represents wealth and authoritarianism in America. I'm not saying that and, sh- and American values, right? But if he was assassinated, <laughs> yeah. that would actually be the worst thing for the cause. Yeah, the worst thing that could happen. Yeah, I, I have to ride with that because his ardent supporters. To your point, that's not going to bring them close. I'm not closer to the light. Exactly. That's going to yeah, harden. Exactly. Yeah. That's going to harden their. Uh, 
uh, their 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 collective positions. And neither will but killing police officers, right? Like, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't, yeah. But as far as going back to what you said about, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, because I, I think most reasonable people would agree that the experiences of, 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 of reasonable people inform their outlooks on life, right? So if someone who doesn't know you mm-hmm. just comes up and just, que- unless it's some really, really crazy, sure. they question what you do without knowing your story, you know, that could be seen as highly judgmental. A lot of people, I think, who are making the assertion, not just for this specific problem, but in the past, well, why are these black people, why are these people, you know, uh, tearing down this stuff? It, I think that comes from a place a lot of times of people who lack a fundamental understanding of how deep this shit goes. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to not saying that I'm smart for bringing this up yesterday. And it all goes back to the fact that. I went to Cape Town, South Africa, as you guys know, back in early 2019. I did that for a couple of reasons. I wanted to run this cool-ass race, and I want to go to South Africa, right? I, the, the race that I chose is called the Slave Route Challenge. Mm-hmm. I did that. That was a conscious decision. I did that because it spoke to the fact that South Africa, as we know, has a brutal history, right? Mm-hmm. Brutal. Dutch and English colonialism. Brutal history. At its fucking finest. Right? Yep. These people... Uh, are I'm not going to say it's kumbaya because it's far from that. <laughs> it's far from that. But these people are actually doing things to try to at least have a conversation. They ain't talking about, they're not talking about uh, reparations. They're not talking about, well, I should get this or you should get that or fuck you or whatever. They are at least taking an act, a gen, it seems like genuine action steps to say, hey, this we got to talk about. We can't have this as the elephant in the room because I think we know how that's going to play out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, you know, that is one of the main reasons why I, I chose that specific. And I got to fellowship with some real cool people down there too. It's a cool place if if you, once this COVID stuff is yeah. that people, I know you you have been oh, there. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But to my not so necessarily short point yesterday, a lot of this two two things I want to cover on. Uh, the, but I think a lot of this frustration and anger that you see in folks today that is carried out in what some people would think is irrational fashion is based on the fact that we have never really had that conversation. You have politicians that go back. I have no faith in politicians. Mm-hmm. I collectively do not think they are in a position to add any value because they are looking at the next election cycle and that's all canned stuff. I'll give you the example of Joe Biden's recent fiasco in which he said, you aren't black unless you vote for me. I don't remember the uh, politician's name. I know she was a a sister. She's a black female. I think she's from down in Texas. The first thing you saw in the news was this, they, they put this, this person out to try to explain away what <laughs> Joe Biden did. Oh, it was, that, a, it was a black person, right? It, indeed. Yeah. And I think this speaks to what Malcolm X and others spoke about in the 60s. What these people are doing is insulting your intelligence. Mm-hmm. And, so, and, and we've come a long way, but these people still think that they can pull this same stuff. 
and they and they're doing. I was like, really? Well, Am I they can't like? Right? It's not think they do like yeah the they same, yeah they, they well the he didn't thing. mean this or it was I think her not to quote to paraphrase uh, it was, what he said was said in jest you know that's 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 a cop out to me uh, especially if you are aspiring to be you know the leader of arguably the free world right you you have to do a little bit better than that people gave people gave Sarah Palin flack and they should have for not being up to the task same deal goes for this guy right these politicians like let's look at. Uh, another sensitive topic, which is so-called, which is so-called uh, gun control, right? And the the black community, right? Now there is this narrative that law-abiding, responsible black American citizens uh, disregard or do not have a are, are uncomfortable with firearms, etc., and ownership in a responsible way. That is thoroughly not the truth, even in so-called liberal cities in Chicago. Chicago ain't liberal. Chicago is seg- one of the most segregated cities in the country. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. spoke to that when he came to Chicago. He's, he mentioned, to paraphrase again, that when he was in Chicago, he saw less stuff as compared to Mississippi. My people are from Mississippi, so I know a little bit about, about some of the stuff that went on down there. So that said, let's look at that just one example for a second in the black community. These so-called politicians who are supposed to represent us, in my judgment, they go for things like, hey, more gun control is the answer because it's easy. They don't want to look at, and I think I had an Instagram post about this too one day I was feeling myself and thinking a little bit about life, uh, <laughs> where they, it's a Band-Aid that sounds nice and sounds good as opposed to, hey, why are the why do we have all this the these this violence this this violence on the south side of Chicago? It is because generally speaking, when folks got jobs, they got a little money. They lessen there are exceptions because you do have people who are you know have issues. But generally speaking, folks when they ain't worried about where their next meal gonna come from, mm-hmm. they ain't worried about their safety. You know they ain't worried about no food desert. You know all this stuff. Uh, they ain't worried about their jobs getting getting taken out the hoods or whatever. They less inclined to want to kill each other. And this notion of black on black crime is foolish. You kill who you live around. Yeah, for sure. Let, let's let's be clear about that. So, so I'm wait, wait, on that, oh, I'm on that, no, because this is this is. And a, I don't want to run. I'll get and and shut me because I'll go in the rant too. So please, no, this <laughs> is you know me. I'm sorry. And and not uh, this is in no ways like uh, like trying to bridge a gap. I'm, I want to yeah. point out yeah. by by just statistically yeah there's going to be more interaction within communities that are of the same race right that being said there's going to be more interaction based statistically on crime rates with police with black males statistically you gotta sometimes you get break that down for me one more so, time i apologize well because crime rates are higher in inner cities uh-huh. you're gonna have police interaction with inner city members because of the numbers the because numbers. of the numbers yeah. and so you like it's you get really tricky when you when you claim one of them because i agree like you got to look at all of the interaction but You'll use the one as like the black on black thing. Well, mm-hmm. of course, there's more interaction between blacks yeah. than there are blacks and whites. Just like there's more interaction with whites and blacks. Yeah. There, there's more interaction with police in black communities, maybe systemically because of some underlying like racial bias. And because I, and they I, know crime is going to happen and, there and because not, they're and, poor. They're and, more neat. And not to cut you off there, but yeah. I want to be clear with that. Yeah. I agree that. Uh, 
what we're seeing as far as policing in predominantly black or uh, other neighborhoods, mm. I think, is it speaks to our history, right? Uh, it, it, Dave Chappelle, I think, uh, had the skit where and he had the stereotypical white family who was disconnected in the suburbs. Oh, Susie, uh, it looks like uh, police have been beating up uh, black people like hotcakes, right? And it's like because it's on social media now. So this so-called disconnected family who would never have known that before the advent of <laughs> YouTubes and all that, they're like, wow, this is shit that black folks knew for years, right? Well, well, no, and it goes, this, this is the saying? thing. It's yeah. like, no, this is legitimately the thing. And yeah. somebody's like, oh, like one guy, it's an accident. It was this, that, and the other. Like, no, hold up. Yeah. Here's this is the list. one that got caught on <laughs> yeah, yeah. camera. Exactly. What if before all the accidents that happened mm -hmm. that nobody got charged with were mm -hmm. actually public executions? Exactly. Now what's your fucking thought? Now that we have it on fucking camera, it's not yeah. just like, oh man, one of them was bad. It goes, yeah. what were the other ones that we didn't have technology to capture that and share it with and, the world? And a lot of people don't want to go there because it destroys that comfortable narrative that... Uh, our police are always the good guys. They're always here to protect us and for look sure. out for us. And that is becoming, no disrespect to police, I've had, I won't mention specifics, obviously we talked off, mm -hmm. offline, but I have extremely close members of my family mm -hmm. who are local, state, and federal law enforcement mm -hmm. to, 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 to be specific. So to be clear, I have nothing against uh, law enforcement Officers, the men and women who put their lives on—that's some dang, that's a dangerous job, especially in a big city. For so sure. I have nothing against uh, those people. I have nothing but admiration and respect for them, right? And a lot of times, people they go this notion: well, if if, if you black, either you for the police or you for us. That's bullshit. That's well, what that a, is. It's like being it white back and being for or against another race. Precisely. Like you're just separating a group Precisely. based off of like an arbitrary identification. Precisely. We're intelligent enough to understand that just because. I'm with, do, I associate with this doesn't mean I can't be for that. It's foolish. But it, that, it, 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 to what we're talking about earlier as far as kind of tearing the fabric away, uh, the, the, the cell phone, uh, as annoying as it can be, and as, as, as much as it can bring out the, the idiocy in all of us, including myself, it is a, Thank whatever gods that may or may not be for that, because it brings to light and puts in the in folks' faces what black folks and others have been saying for years. And it's it's interesting to me. We are no longer um, you can't say it's not happening. Yeah, yeah you can, right? and we're no longer able to look the other way. Precisely. Or even if there were television cameras, even if there's media coverage, even Precisely. if you know it's like they're they're you know uh, Chad and Karen out in the burbs. Yeah. Um, they were able to ignore it because yeah. it was a foreign country. Yeah. You know, essentially. Yeah. To your point, and to real quick, yesterday we were outside and we heard the gunfire. Yeah. I don't remember the young lady's name, but. I looked at it and I was like, wow, this is something that most Americans that we only watch on the news, we don't we don't hear this in our backyard. Yeah. That's what we ascribe to the other country. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And now it's here. Yeah. Right? So it to, seems to like the point, invasion um, that we have all been worried about was of like a foreign entity. Mm -hmm. And really it was just a bad idea. And now that bad idea is on our soil and we yeah. don't know how to fight it. Yeah. Yeah. But at the at the end of the day, uh 
I'm not going to say I don't have hope. A lot of people might listen and think, well, you don't have any hope. You know, you you, you don't have any faith in our leaders. Uh, I, I agree with them when they say I don't well, have no, any no, faith no, wait, in our leaders. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Now, but, hope can exist. Yeah. Um, Separate from faith in our leaders, I hope I hope to have faith in my leader <laughs> one day. Yeah, exactly. All right, good I mean, good luck. Like, don't hold your I, breath. I'm considering. Not, I'm not at all because I'm, I'm with you on it. And I don't like listen. Nothing. How much does talking solve some stuff? Obviously, it's the start of new ideas mm-hmm. and trying to really understand a situation. I don't live where you live. Yeah. I didn't grow up how you grow up, yeah. but I do think about you often based on yeah. the stories that you've told me, yeah. based on how I interact in the world. Mm-hmm. That only happens because we connected on something totally different yeah. and we got to talking about ideas. And like we do, we share our experiences, hoping mm-hmm. that maybe that will help somebody with their experience. And you've done literally the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether that makes me you know, only somewhat subconsciously racist and I don't know about it. It doesn't matter because the the kind of influence you gave me was just to be aware. Mm-hmm. Like what am I doing? Like how am I acting? How like and when I when I when You're I'm welcome. Yeah. When when the news when the news gets reported to me and, yeah. and like somebody says something, I have an objection that goes up. Mm-hmm. Right? Like this person was doing this and you read the narrative and you see mm-hmm. who it's from mm-hmm. or you know somebody's talking just openly about how they respect police i immediately go to the other side and go i know somebody who has had a different experience mm-hmm. than that mm-hmm. and this is what it was like for that person that's important yeah it's storytelling yeah and, and it's funny because look i my grandma and my it's, it's crazy my granny died and uh uh her, her funeral was in November 20. It's crazy. She's been gone that long. Really strong patriot, uh, matriarch on my mother's side of the family. But uh, she lived her block. She, she, I won't give her address. Uh, I'm so used to just having these conversations. Yeah. I want to, but I, I have yeah. to check myself a little bit. But her block on the South side was, was peaceful. They were all like older people, right? They all kept up their lawns. Mm. And there was actually one white family that still lives there to this day. When the so-called white flight came, they were like, nah, this is my home, and they are still there to this day, that one white family. But the surrounding area- Last name, my, the whites. The surrounding area of uh, where my granny lives, it, it can get a little rough. Let's just leave it at that. But I grew up in also in Roseland. I grew up working in a, what they call, I guess, a nuclear family. Okay. Uh, father and mother in, in the home. Uh, I have uh, one older brother, and I didn't grow up in the worst area of the city. These are basically working-class black folk. I went to a Lutheran. I, I technically, I, I don't really ascribe to. I'm. I don't want to say I'm spiritual, but I don't necessarily associate myself with religion because for that's another story for another day. But technically, I'm a Lutheran because I was, had a Lutheran catechism. I went to Lutheran grammar school because. Not necessarily because of religion, but more so because of the uh, the structure there. And when you benchmark that against the uh, public school in my area that I was going to, there was no comparison. Mm. Same thing for high school. I went to an Irish Catholic uh, high school. It's still in Chicago, but as we covered, Chicago was segregated. So this was in uh, a mostly uh, white section of the city, and my understanding still is. Uh, but... 
so I don't want to come off to say because I have some relatives and friends and associates who, you know, they grew up they in a real rough spot in 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 Shy, not just the South Side, West Side too. But I didn't grow up in the worst area of the city. It had its challenges, but uh, I have seen, you know. I, I, let's just say I know what the hood is. I know the trappings of the hood. And I'll leave, but I don't want to come off and say, well, I grew up in the worst. No, 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 I, I ain't no gangster. I, I have people in my family who chose that life. And unlike what you see in these so-called rap videos where they glorify the girls and cars, I, based on their experience, have seen the other side of that. Uh, I won't mention the person's name, obviously, or his relation. I'll just leave it at that. But... You know what these young kids get on these on on this media ain't what it actually is, uh, and there's it's, it's, so it's like all media. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, I mean, it's, yeah. it's like oh, here, yeah, here's the, here's the temptation. Here's the exactly. here's the objective. If you do exactly. this, you get this, and right. it's all bullshit. Yeah, that gangster shit. That only my understanding is that's only profitable. Uh, on 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 the movie screens and in and in the rap videos. That's my understanding. Based on uh, people who I've I'm related to and other people just by that I've come into contact with. But it all boils down to, in my judgment, going back to these so-called leaders and why I'm I'm done with them. Right? I'm going to start, and it's 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 hard to do because I'm like everybody else. I'm conditioned. Right. And if I wouldn't and if I don't start with me, I think I'd be at best full of shit because like we covered yesterday, you can't try to tell anybody else about their grass till yours is cut. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it starts. Uh, but well, you I, can, but you just look like a stupid piece of shit. True, true, <laughs> true. And uh, but but considering or, excuse that, me, hypocritical. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. But like when I look at things like, you know, uh, uh, firearms, responsible firearms ownership for self-defense, namely for, for black people because we're supposed to be disconnected from that for some crazy reason. When I look at uh, things like self-reliance, uh, when I look at things like personal responsibility, when I look at things like family, because even though I'm not married and have a family yet, I do uh, respect that. Uh, when, and the community as well, right? A lot of people look at before the uh, crack and all those things hit black communities in the 80s, you go... There's this picture, uh, and man, if I find it, I'll, I'll send it to you guys, about, I think it was like 1950s, and it was, I don't know if it's in Chicago or Detroit, but there's these young black boys, they're all dressed up in their Sunday best, and they were you know, kind of leaning on this, this fancy old school car. Uh, that The black experience in this country has not always been the, the, the crack epidemic, which, which devastated these communities mm-hmm. and this other shit, but... You know, a lot of times people fail to look, go back and look at, you know, the, the other parts of the black experience. I think in order for us as a, a, a black people, and I think this will benefit everybody else too, uh, we need to stop looking at these, these politicians, namely these liberal politicians, not saying that conservatives are better, but you typically see liberal politicians pandering more to black folks than you do sure. other ones. I think we need to stop immediately listening to these people because if brother Barack couldn't do it right and he's once in a lifetime right and i didn't agree with everything he's, he did because that that in they say I, don't, I pay my taxes on all that stuff i don't break the law i don't want you spying on me that's in the, you know you yeah. shouldn't be doing that so i didn't agree with everything brother Barack obama did but considering his level if he couldn't bring the light and and bring us all together you know it's it's at best foolish for us to think that these other people who 
aren't even as ha- half intelligent as, as him to actually uh, so to actually deal with that. But I think we need to look within ourselves, uh, stop listening to them folks, and especially uh, when they're talking about, hey, I get all the answers because you don't, right? Uh, no, no, they don't have answers. You, no, they, they, no, they, a, they, just, they have a plan for that. There you go. See, yeah. which and, sounds a lot like an answer. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's and a lot of times, you know, it's not just like Brother Malcolm, uh, Brother Martin, I think Robert F. Williams, uh, and, and a few other uh, 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 folks. Uh, they said a lot of times when they bring this bullshit to you, they're not going to bring it. They're, they ain't going. They ain't going to bring them as some like white man or some white power structure. They're going to bring it to you. It's going to be somebody who looks like you. Yeah, right. That's insane. That shit plays out right now. Yeah, right. Okay. And it also plays well, out. Well, just what you described about the the the, the apologist, the yeah. Biden apologist. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like they, no, that's no, the no, first no, thing, thing a, they did. Okay, let's they see. She has to be. There. It has to be female. Has to be black. Has mm-hmm. to be, you know. But someone who's also not you know, Made her she way into yeah. But who's been six, you know elected to office? Yeah. Um, you and know, the, successful. And, and these politicians, and she was actually one of them. I think she was the one that said was talking about the so-called assault rifle and how it's heavy is ten. You, you've seen the memes, whatever. Sure. But any politician who is of the mind that black people should not responsibly own a means to defend them themselves and their loved ones, I think that's the, the worst enemy of the black community because you any other community, you go to them and say, you should not lawfully pursue means to protect yourself and your family they're gonna they're gonna look at you like you crazy yeah but for whatever reason this is still acceptable that you know to sell to the black communities because they try to lump the the i'm not gonna say gang activity but the illegal stuff that people that people do with illegally obtained weapons and they dump all of this stuff in the same pool and you just can't do that a a sophisticated person a reasonable person would not do that me i went through all of the required the the requisite uh training as well as the requisite background checks and the requisite money i had to spend to obtain the right as defined the constitution for the state of illinois to be comfortable for me to carry a firearm right i did so now the yeah, we can talk to. About oh, go the, ahead, go the, ahead. No, no, go I was just going to say the right to ownership. Yeah, is is the one thing. I mean, because I've been through this whole process as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a bit more open here. Mm. Um, in but uh, but to to carry in public, it's. I mean, the argument is always, oh, you have to have a license. Yeah. to drive a car. So yeah, like it. it so we can't say that that's a. That is not a uh, to to carry concealed in public is not a constitutional right. It, that one is a privilege, but to own mm-hmm. absolutely is a right, and yeah. I highly encourage it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. in all community, because yeah, if b- because the, the situation is this is like we're going to take away your right to sell to defend yourself, yeah. or take away your your access to the, to one of the means to defend yourself yeah. against the most likely tool that is going to kill you. But we refused to be accountable for your safety. You Racism. can't hold us accountable for your safety, mm-hmm. and that's and, and that is a you know absent a special relationship with the police, you cannot hold them accountable mm-hmm. if they do not you know uh, t- turn up. Yeah. Uh, um, and 
and, and th- that's regardless of the community. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, just true. like, so you, so my position always been, you can't take away my right unless I can hold you accountable for not, you, you know, for, for not protecting me yeah. in that situation. Yeah. If I can't, then you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If I can't do, you know, count, hold you accountable, then you can't prevent me. Yeah. From exactly. And if, and you know, uh, anyway, please. Yeah. If, uh, you guys, you guys chuckle at the silly stuff I put on up sometimes. And one of the shirts I have uh, is all gun control racist. is racist. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I don't subscribe to 100% of anything that anybody on the, the Internet will say. I don't because I like to take the information they put out there and think about it. Yeah. Right? That's what I try to do. But that, as far as what a lot of people don't realize or at least they or they try to forget or they don't know they just don't know history uh recent american history is that during the civil rights movement uh you know dr king himself uh tried to obtain a license to carry a firearm because for obvious reasons right yeah. for obvious reasons yeah. wow. and he was denied right uh and he was obviously my understanding that he took he studied, he was a student of Gandhi. That's my understanding, mm. in no small part uh, regarding the nonviolence movement. But if that type of individual at, on that, at the highest level, thought that he needed uh, to have a firearm to protect himself, I think that kind of says it all. Because you have, you look at people like, why is it that you hear and, and love Dr. King to death? He was one of the it's easy for people to come out and be tough and act like they strong and can defeat anything it's hard extremely difficult to people for people to be patient and show love to people who actually hate them that's difficult i don't know if i can do that right so for this man to think that he need to know that he needed to to means to protect himself and his family that kind of speaks to it and it also speaks to the fact that people like robert f williams and others who protected civil black and white mm-hmm. folks who were trying to protest for the civil rights of black people in this country, them folks was protected by uh, by firearms. You look at people like the Deacons of Defense in Louisiana, mm-hmm. right? You know, when they had, I, I read a book, oh hell, I, I probably, man, I'll text it to you guys. It, 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 it uh, spoke to the story of the Deacons, Deacons for Self-Defense and how they came about. But at the beginning of this book, I think it talked about a young woman in the early 60s who was going to integrate a school somewhere in Louisiana. You had Klansmen showing up, police showing up, who were part of the Klan, right? They're speaking to the narrative about sometimes law enforcement isn't the good guy, unfortunately. And the only reason why... Some of those who work forces... (laughs) The only reason why, yeah, true. The only reason why that young woman did not lose her life, and there were no riots that day, was because you had armed black men who were there. Oh yeah, on the other side of these <laughs> sick people who wanted to do these folks harm. Right. That's just one example, but a lot of people, I think, who are touting the fact that responsible law-abiding any citizen but namely black people they either are ignorant of history or they choose to willfully ignore it because it's we that is a human problem break that down for me all people 
forget history and, and they choose to ignore it. And I just want to be clear. I'm yeah. checking the time yeah. because of the, the flight. Yeah, yeah, we, right. we've been checking as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. We've, we've got a couple of minutes yeah, yeah. before yeah. I think we need to get. Uh, but I, I got to say, I, I, I love this. I love this shit. I love the, the one we did before you went for it. But I, I thoroughly enjoy, I swear to whatever guys may be, I will get on the plane. I ain't got to work out. I ain't got to do a symposium. I like coming out here just to fuck with you guys. Really, it's it's a it is more than joy. I mean, the the camaraderie, the fellowship, the thought, uh, the disagreements, uh, the whatever that comes up. Like Thurk, like his pictures, right? I mean, I Keegan 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 is my man, but <laughs> I should not have done that horrible that terrible workout he put me through yesterday <laughs> i should have joined my brother and went and used my little camera with my no skill and captured that moment because that is we're living through history yeah we are right uh i don't want to end on a uh negative note or anything and i don't want people to think i'm a negative person if you knew me personally you know i'm i'm more goofy than anything i <laughs> you know i'll talk about firearms with you i'll talk about counter custody getting kidnapped and then i'll talk about my you know favorite movie which i'm not going to mention here but it's really goofy right and you'd be like this shit doesn't go together right and you're a brother too yeah, yeah i am but <laughs> from the south side of chicago no less <laughs> yeah yeah my folks still yeah so it, it is what it is and i think i bring that up to be silly but i mentioned but that also because to demonstrate in a way like all of these things can coexist like we like it's yeah. easy look i want to put yeah. you in a box yeah Michael. like yeah oh you're my black friend you know or yeah like, and but but or then, you work you do this so you're uh, one of those fitness people exactly. or this or that that is the the route of the pathologically lazy but and it and it takes us uh, and i think this is part of the reason to maybe circle back to an earlier point yeah. you know part of the reason th that we have this polarization if yeah. you will or yeah. the the simplistic thing of the, yeah. the the suburb versus the inner city the the, the all of these things is because the and maybe it does have to do with laziness but i just yeah. see this okay the shift towards the um towards all things simplistic mm -hmm. providing a sense of comfort for people like i need to put you in a box because or a category and uh so that it's easier for me mm -hmm. and okay so that speaks to the laziness so if, if we if, if we are trending towards the simplistic away from complexity away from nuance mm -hmm. away from the ability to actually have a conversation um w without coming you know coming in with yes some preconceptions yeah. but also without having a death grip on those preconceptions exactly. so that we can have some flexibility you know yes. a little bit of wiggle room i think what you said and and man i'm i'm about to, i'm feeling myself a little bit because i'm impressed by what just popped into my brain wow <laughs> all right <laughs> a little bit of this uh but what you what you said uh, and we can actually circle this down to fitness too as far as what you said was comfort Right. What I think was an undying theme yesterday was that I think we can agree that growth does not occur sans discomfort. I think that bears repeating for yes. the folks in podcast land. Growth is growth and discomfort 
I think, form a, a somewhat of a symbiotic relationship. You cannot have one can't exist without yeah. the other. So what you mentioned there, you hit the nail on the head in that I do that, I take that action step, I will put this black man in a box or this person or whatever in this category because it's easy and that what's that's what makes that's what makes me feel comfortable. Yeah. Right? And so I mean he has a popped collar, of course he's Chad. True. So like, they're making the conscious choice to abstain from growing. To abstain choose, from, comf to choose, choose comfort over growth or learning. Exactly. And if we go if we go a little bit uh, more uh, granular or whatever yeah. yesterday that learning doesn't come without failure truth and so the people are if you're unwilling you know if you if if you need to be comfortable then you're going to have simplistic opinions that will prevent growth yeah if you're afraid of failure you're not going to fucking learn anything yeah and if you would just stand up and admit that yeah to peep to people to your peers yeah so that they could you know shoot you full of uh, uh, per proverbial intellectual holes or whatever yeah. um, then uh, or, or just shame you like yeah. oh you don't want to you just want to keep doing the thing you're doing because yeah. that's going to be because it's good enough <laughs> go, the most, go fuck you yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> the most I felt the most at ease because I told you guys I've been trying to do some things that scare the shit out of me namely as you know getting snatched up and kidnapped yeah uh, shout out to, to brother Ed Calderon that brother is that's a deep brother right he, again he doesn't I mean he probably won't even remember me from his class but cool ass dude right uh, but I felt as you know I got the machismo going I'm the stereotypical dude I guess you know we put on the front but I felt the most relieved after I admitted wholeheartedly that I I failed his course, the last part of it, the the for the level one, I did I was not I was like, fuck that. I I had that fear and it came back. I felt so liberated and so at ease when I was able to admit that I was not able to negotiate that and I had some vulnerability. That because it's easy for me, like I said earlier, for us to come out and say, Oh, I'm this, you know, dude, I can deadlift five fifty. You know, I've been in, in the ring or whatever. I'm from the south side or whatever the whatever you want to whatever. Just amass all of those labels and exactly don't be completely scared of Precisely. And I felt the strongest, you know, when I not when I did it for you guys too, but after he did the uh I guess the summary, and I was, I felt at ease when I admit, admit I was scared shitless. So right? freedom, yeah, I mean, yeah. Freedom was a byproduct of your own conceived boundaries. And like recognizing, the recognition of your boundary, your fear, like yeah. I, I'm unable to do that was actually a relaxation. Like a, I agree. That's there now that I know that. Like you've, uh, you've resolved you. yeah. the two things that are in tension. Yeah. Like, like that, that, okay, I have this, the, I have this self image yeah. and then I have this incredible fear and you know, these, th these two things are always in tension with each other mm -hmm. and it could be an irrational fear. Like for me, it's claustrophobia, man. I'm not down with the small spaces or yeah. whatever the people touching my neck or, mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and it's irrational and it's, that's not inconsistent with man. He's a brave dude. He used to you know, climb without a rope and, uh, you know, blah, 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 it, uh, whatever. Like those things are always in attention and when you get when you, you you reach a point of comfort they you, you go into a situation where those things get resolved where that tension gets re re relieved yeah it is a relief yeah 
It is I, just like, oh, wow, there's that thing. I'm going to probably spend some time working on that. Mm-hmm. But this situation that I put myself in, which compelled me to confront and then admi- and then back down mm-hmm. and then admit essentially gave you know set me free allowed me you know set me up for future growth mm-hmm. but i wasn't going to grow absent that confrontation mm-hmm. with self mm-hmm. i i i i agree with you 110% and it let me what it did also let me know from it it gave me the exposure and let me know okay maybe baby steps but this is not something that you can't do you've taken that first step yeah. so uh, it just needs to be revisited. Uh, I fucking love coming out here. Yeah, man. Dude, I really, you know, I, I, I think if, I think folks, you know, they, they, yeah, I, 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 I yeah, y'all, y'all my people. I deal with you. Uh, yeah. We, yeah, we got to do this again, but. For sure. Come we out. do, because we this is like, do this again, we could you know have this, I mean, I have notes in my phone. I'm like, I want to talk to Michael about yeah. this. I want to talk about this. I want to like. Hey, it's just. It's it's always hey, it's always you know, like. It's, does it's, anybody remember Fred Hampton? Is my question. Yeah. I remember he was before my time, but I mean, I I, 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 I mean would, that's one of the quite you know. Ooh. I'm just like this because that's part of a movement ooh. that 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 goes right back to the. The members of the state, the members of the state, murdering exactly. a citizen yeah. for doing, you know, I, you know, he, he brother, brother, brother Fred, it's like the Rainbow went, Coalition, yeah. yeah, yeah, he he went, he, brother, brother Fred went a little deep, you know, and he would, he wasn't, let's be plain, he wasn't bullshitting, he he really wasn't, yeah, uh, and but him not bullshitting, he was expressing what we are supposed to be able to do freely. Yeah. Under yes. the auspices of the const- of For our sure. constitution, yeah. and he was and he was murdered. Uh, I think straight up, I mean, th- drugged oh, and murdered. Oh yeah, dude, I mean, they, 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 like, yeah, they got got to somebody on the in on the, in, you know in and, his circle and totally set him up. And you're just like, yeah. are you fucking kidding? I mean, and obviously there was a civil suit afterwards and some other stuff, but uh, um, yeah. but that don't that doesn't account for anything yeah they murdered that man and it's and that one you couldn't put on the youtubes because it was before that time yeah but i think what what i'll say i'll I'll say this because i'll I'll go forever and i i can't miss this plane no Uh, but i'll (laughs) say this but i think conversations like this to your point people say well what 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 does talking do right words can be powerful and they can get people to think right and they can compel and inspire people to move hell words i read from you and you you know uh have compelled me to look at a lot of things in my life through a different lens right and hell i'm i'm earl's uh shit i'm earl's son and it's 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 not it's not really easy for me to just you know take something and swallow it right yeah i understand so you know i that you know for me to sit back and say oh but damn you know because i'm like hell you know i got experience just like you right so it's yeah we both human we breathe air we're gonna die that's not me that's my old man speaking yeah but um (laughs) did you get what i'm saying but uh i think these conversations need to be had because far too often and this speaks to the polarization that we only have these conversations, not us, I'm like we mm-hmm. as a society, we generally have these conversations with people who think like us. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a big part of the problem. Or who share our experience. Yeah. Precisely. Like yesterday and, in that room, you know, there were people who clearly didn't, that they have a different view than me. 
And I'm totally comfortable with that. For sure. I'm not, you know, just because somebody says, well, why should I think this because of that? You know, they file folders that are different than mine. They don't have those experiences. Now, there are exceptions. There are just some, you know, not, not here, but there are some nuts out there that just have some really, really foolish things. But generally speaking, if you start getting people, not politicians, <laughs> not so-called leaders, if you get people who are interested in leading themselves and their communities in a room who have different experiences, uh, I think we can at least start to do what my brothers and sisters in South Africa uh, are doing. They're, they're trying to, you know, at least say, hey, it, it's time. It, it's, it, we, we've been avoiding this elephant in the room far too long. We, this, this, it's clear based on these riots and all this other stuff we're seeing that this model we're on here in the United States is not sustainable. But the good news is, we are, we have the and this is me the optimist the optimist coming up the, the hope. optimistic Let us have some pessimist. Hope. <laughs> it, we have the capacity to move this forward, and I think this conversation and the conversation from yesterday and the conversation we've had in the past, I think, speaks to that. And your audience, I know they are they come from all types of backgrounds. So what you guys are doing is awesome because it reaches folks, and maybe they'll wherever they wherever corner of the planet they're on, it might compel them to think, huh. Maybe I need to, if they listen to my voice on the podcast or, who, or the other people, other people who are far greater than me who you've had on this podcast, maybe it'll get them to think and maybe it'll get them to say, uh, start, you know, actually approaching people or approaching issues that made them uncomfortable just because it made them uncomfortable, yeah. right? Because it was, that's a narrative that they've been sold far too long. Uh, yeah. And I didn't get to do deadlifts, which I wanted to do. Because I can't deadlift in my place because my oh. my neighbor downstairs will be, they won't like me. No well, <laughs> so I, I, got, I got one last thing before we're gonna yeah, we yeah. are gonna usher you quickly out of the building. Yeah, yeah. Um, is uh, do you have a freedom over everything? I do not. Oh, yeah. I, I I I do not, and not because I don't want. I just I just have not get around to it. Okay, but uh, I do have, and I live in Chicago, and Chicago, as you know, looks not shy in a bad place. I, I born and raised there, but. Uh, when I wear all gun control is racist in one of our segregated communities like Lincoln Park, yeah, uh, you know I get a lot of looks. Oh, I'm, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I'm sure. And, and and I do that not just to be oh. an, a a a, blither, a blithering idiot, which I can be at times, admittedly. Uh, my girlfriend Sheila, she she can speak to that more than than I can. But I do that because the same reason a lot of times why I curse because I do it to snap people up. I yeah. at this point. We need to get people to think. We're not going to get them to think. History has taught us this by just saying, oh, you know, this and that. You know, it's like I think Frederick Douglass said. Yeah. I, I think Frederick Douglass said we need the thunder. Mm-hmm. I'm not quoting him specifically 100%, so this is my screwed up paraphrase. We need the, we need, I think, we need, I think he said we need the thunder and the lightning. That's one of the reasons why I have my own little individual protest, and I specifically wear that t-shirt in areas like Lincoln Park, Lakeview, <laughs> Wrigleyville, Bucktown, because I need people, not just people who I know agree with me to understand. I need other people That's to it. start thinking about that too. Maybe saying, oh, well, why does, that? I think he's nuts, but why does he think gun control is racist? So maybe they'll go home and do a Google it's search curiosity. and then yeah. they'll start and say, oh, wow, I didn't know yeah. this. And then 
that can lead to a conversation. Perhaps Google isn't exactly. the best platform for Not that. Go- oh, oh, true. Because <laughs> it's a true. little bit biased, but <laughs> oh, I, I totally I, see what you're indeed, saying. Indeed, but, yeah. but it could compel people to take action above and beyond just simply talking to people who always agree with them. We'll come back to right. us. For sure. Yeah. Oh hell! Oh yeah. hell! Yeah, yeah, man. You know yeah. what it is. I, you know, yeah. I, I, I ride with y'all. Y'all folks right. out here, right? I remember, man. <laughs> shit, the first time I met you was in was in Louisville. You looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, man, you, you cool, brother. Oh, I'm yeah. rolling with it. You know. And then, and then that was what 2016. I've been, you know, I don't as as long as I'm able and all that stuff. Uh, I'll be, uh, I'm gonna be rolling. I'm gonna be rolling with you. Uh, and that's that's just that's just what it is. Nice man. Well, thank you for taking the time to do this right before you fly out. Thank and you. I, I hope. Yeah, I mean, was... you added a huge benefit yesterday to the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You, you yeah. added a huge benefit to the you know conversation today, and mm-hmm. we'll see you again. The pleasure was mine. Thanks, yeah. Michael. Anytime thank you, you want to come out, um, just say hey, and so, we will be here. That works, brother. This, this is fucking that great. works. Thank you. Cool.